morning, everyone. It's going. Morning. Good morning. It's actually morning. It is. Is it? It is. Oh, nearly midday. Oh. Still in the morning, Still morning. times. Um, long time. No speak. Similar <laughs> <laughs> like three. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks since I think the like that's my favorite episode that we ever did. Mm-hmm. I still listen to that playlist. Like. We just thought that was really good, so then we stopped. Yeah, we were like, that's it. Can't top it. Had enough now. Um, no, there was like a few things <laughs> that went awry. I forgot the first week. You had your brother's birthday. Yeah. But she forgot to tell me until the night before when yes. I was like, what are we doing tomorrow? And yes. And then you got sick. I got super, super sick. I actually got so sick that I didn't go to my brother's birthday the day after. <laughs> yeah. Like, so when was, when was this? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Um, Caitlin and her band played a gig mm-hmm. and I'd kind of felt a little bit sick before before that and then um, in the middle of a conversation with our friend Lauren I literally just lost my voice completely and it stayed gone for about yeah two and a half weeks it just kind of came back like a while midway through this week so yes had to have a couple days work off work even Um, childhood asthma made a return got yelled at by a pharmacist (laughs) it was just it was a trip it was yeah interesting two weeks um but we're back. And mm-hmm. I have... My voice is... Yeah, it's back. It just... Sometimes it gets a bit growly. And this is not a pandemic-related <coughs> illness. No. And that was not a pandemic-related cough. No, it's not. It's a I work with small children type illness who are still learning to not cough in other people's mouths and pick their noses and wipe no. it on their shirts. So it's all that. a learning journey when you're five and six. Um, yes. So that's just... Because it's your... Because it's your first year. Because it's my first year you're more likely to get sick because you not haven't been exposed consistently and constantly to the tiny germs from the mm-hmm. tiny humans. So, yes, that's why I got so I very sick. I don't know how you do it, to be honest. They're pretty, they're already pretty good at remembering, but it was just like, you know, COVID was a tense period of time because we still had quite a few kids in the class and it was just kind of like, oh, please don't cough near me. Like, and I won't cough near you. And it was just, yeah, very intense. But I think because they've had such, like, an interesting introduction to like illness in their life like mm. they've had to kind of um really adapt to like don't touch anything when you go to the shops wash your hands constantly cover mm. your mouth cover your nose um obviously WA didn't last as long as it has in other places like we kind of got a hold on mm-hmm. the virus quicker than a lot of other places have um but I think that that's still really instilled in them like it's really interesting I like I'm interested to know what the actual impact of all of this is going to be on children. Healthy generation. Yeah, this is just, it went interesting for I mean, a second there. I mean, that's what I'm like anyway. I don't want to touch in like an escalator or anything. Yeah, but I think that it, the whole thing is, is as it should have, because we obviously needed to take proper precautions, but it's really um, amplified everybody's kind of... I like that your hair tie matches your shirt. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Purple. Thanks. I look like my mum... Right now. No, oh, I feel like you look like the eighties. Yeah, I look like I'm in the in the early eighties of like going to Glasgow town and being like, suck it, mum. Like I'm a rebel. I'm wearing cut off jeans and an acid wash tee. I really need to get some new jeans. These are too big for me. I had to like belt them. Belt them up. <coughs> belt them up. Oh, another cough. I know. You make I'm gonna feel very nervous. <laughs> Pardon? You make me feel very nervous with all this coughing. I know. Promise I'm not sick. I have been tested for coronavirus. Granted, it was a few months ago, but I was tested for coronavirus, um, and was negative. It was a very tense period of time, 
but it, I was negative, so... That was a scary period. It was very scary. It was very scary, because we socially distanced and caught up. We socially distanced, but still, you know, if you think you've got coronavirus... I mean, we sat on your lawn in lawn chairs. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, morning. Um, like, away from each other. Yeah, we did, but it's still scary if you think that you might have... Yeah, passed on. I can imagine. <laughs> a deadly virus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, I was negative, so all good. I got the text. I got the confirmation text. Speaking of deadly... Yes. Nice segue. Thank you. We're going to talk about horror movies today. We are. Horror movies have had a very um, huge to-do with. <laughs> I'm like trying to think of the word. Very huge. Not impact, but very huge, like, do you know what I mean? Involvement in our lives. Or we have had a heavy involvement in horror movies in our lives. Does that make more sense? I feel like nothing I'm saying is making any sense. I feel like I just moved another movie in and I'm out of my brain and I was going to bring it up. Um... I think that for, like, how old are we? So I feel like for the majority of, like, I was from when we were, like, 11 to when we were... I think it only tapered off when we were, like, 21, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it was too long ago. That's what we did. We would go to the video store and it still existed down the road, which makes me really upset when I... No, that one was video easy. Oh, yeah, Blockbuster was in... Another suburb where we live. Not that I think it was going to um, track us down, but another suburb. <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, tattoo is so dry. Um, this video easy. It was just, yes, down the road. And we would go and do that. And we would, we would yeah. pick like three. Mm-hmm. And then we would walk back to my house usually. When it was video easy days, we would walk back here. And then we would watch them. And we eat would. M&M's. It's so much M&M's. So much food. Like... Oh, sorry. I'm just... Kaylee can't say M&M's in case you wondered why she just said M&M's. That is offensive, and I've taken offence to it, but I can't say in events, so... Yeah, there's a lot of words that I cannot say, and I can't wrap my mouth, my mouth around. She just can't like, wrap I just said mound. mound. <laughs> I can't like, wrap my mound around. My untreated ADHD makes my brain run 75... 70, see? 70 miles fast. What am I talking about? Like, that is exactly the... I know what I'm trying to say. Like, my brain knows what I'm trying to say. My mouth cannot keep up with it. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember what I was going to say, but it's already gone. It's flown out of my head, and I'm just well, your plant. That's just, like, sitting majestically in the, in the sun. sun. <laughs> this, this plant is basking. Like, it's facing towards the sun. Look at it. I know. <laughs> I love him. Well done. Um, horror movies. <laughs> yeah. Video easy. Yes. My train of thought crashed. So, yeah, so did mine. So much food. We used to eat a lot of food. Yes, lots of chocolate. <clears throat> um, we would go to the cinema, which is also down the road, and we would watch them in the cinema as yes. well. Like, did we watch Insidious and stuff together? We did. I and didn't like that. That's intense in the cinema. I remember mm. really that shaking me to my core. <laughs> I was messed up. Did we watch The Conjuring together? We did. Any of those kind of really suspenseful oh, ones we've seen the one together. I just thought about that we should talk about. You might not remember it, but do you remember The Visit? We went and the time we went and saw it, our friend fell up the stairs. The visit. This was when they go to the grandparents' house, and oh, the grandparents yes. are wacky as fuck. Yes, that I do one. Remember. And the mum's like, "That's not your grandparents." Yes. Yes. yes, yes, that's a great movie. That is a good movie. There's so many. Like, I feel like we've seen so many good ones, and then so many that are just. 
a fever dream. Orphan like, reminds me of you as well for some reason. I think I actually took an interest in Orphan. Like, I think we watched it and then I continued to watch it, like, by myself. It made me feel sick, that one. Yeah, that's a bit gross. Splice also makes me feel very sick. You brought it up the other yeah, night. It's you always actually find come ways up, to bring it up. It's come up quite a few times. Mm. I'm like, that's really great. Have you seen the movie Splice? Like, it's, it's extremely triggering because um, there is... So on the software that we use to record music and stuff, there is like this extra package of um, like sounds and it's called splice. And so like Cody just, often bring like says you, the word splice and I'm and I remember being like Have you seen it? Yeah. It just comes up a lot. Why is anything else called splice? I just I really like I mean, what's the ice cream? A splice so nice they named it tw- they named it twice or something. I don't know. I don't no, know. that's New York City. What are you talking about? Kaylee's been to New York. I went to New York by myself. I'm an independent traveller. Kelly's yeah. also been to Cambodia, which hasn't come up for like a year. I, I used to bring no, it up every day. I brought it up when we caught up with our friends who used to bring it up all the time. Oh, I okay. brought it up to his girlfriend on purpose to see if he would um say anything, and did he, he did. Oh, <laughs> good. He's like, did you know that Kaylee? And I'm like, yes. Kaylee went to Cambodia. I don't I know if did. any of you knew. Not only did I just go, but I volunteered. And she got very sick when she first got there and wanted to die. Yeah, I did. I tried to book a flight home via Darwin. Because <laughs> I just needed to come home. But it was a, it was amazing. But then, it yeah, it really improved. It, it really It improved. was a journey. It was so much fun. I had the best time ever. I'd love to get back there. Elephants, right? So many elephants. And so many children. And interesting food. So much, I would imagine, digestive troubles. So many digestive troubles. So many... Um, cocktails made of <laughs> methanol, you know, just taking a couple of years off your life. But they were $2, so you win some, you lose some. You know what I mean? Like, you lose some years, you win some good times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You win some entries into sketchy nightclubs, so it was lots mm-hmm. of fun. Um, I digress. <laughs> Back to the horror movies. Um, that's a horror movie in and of itself. We'd love to discuss digestive issues again one day. <laughs> Wouldn't we? <laughs> I, um, have just also remembered Jim Barry near 10 when we watched The Visit and we all, no, not The Visit. I was sorry. like, we just discussed The Visit. <laughs> sorry. It's not called The Visit. The one with Nicole Kidman in the house and we literally had to study the it. The Others. The Others. I mean, it was a, the, we watched that and we watched The Village. I think that's why I've just Oh my gosh. And we the... must make great haste. <laughs> The um, plot twist, like, I think our English teacher in year, like, 10 to 12 10, yeah. just wanted us to, like, lose our little minds, like, because every book that we read and every kind of, like, movie that we watched always had a plot twist to it mm. or something very deep, like Handmaid's Tale, which changed my life. But, yeah, these movies that she made us watch in year 10 were The Others and The Village, which I think The Village I can't remember is, the plot like, twist. known. The Village is, like, known for having... M. Night Shyamalan, you know, he yeah, does all the plot twists. He, I know him, yeah. I think he did The Visit. Maybe he did do both. Oh, no. He does, he, he does, he does the one with, um, oh my gosh, what's his name? The Split Personalities? Split. Split. Yeah. I've seen Split. I think M. Yeah. Night Shyamalan. He did, because it got fucking wacky at the yes. end. Yes, yes. And so I think he's known for that weird. So the, spoiler alert, twist for The Village. Yep, turn it off now if you don't want to know. Yep. Come back in 30 seconds, possibly 20, because I do talk very fast, um, is that it was set in modern day times. So the village was like a community in that made you think it was in the olden days. And they were telling them that there were things in the forest and But it was just other people, just like sheriffs and stuff. Oh my God. Oh my God. I feel like I just experienced it again. Yes. And it was the blind girl, Bryce, I think it was Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard. Howard. She was the one who like... Did she, like, touch the sheriff or something? And she was like, who are you? And he was like, what the hell? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. 
fuck yeah Holy shit and then the others ghosts that was insane the others was crazy i'm glad you remember because i don't do you do you remember okay the others by Nicole Kidman, not by Nicole Kidman, with Nicole Kidman, she did not write it. She probably had some hand in the producing, but she did not write it. I don't know how I feel about her, but, like, she was really good at this. I like Nicole Kidman. Um, yes, here's some spoilers. So, again, come back in about 20 seconds. So, she kept thinking that she was hearing ghosts, um, but she was the ghost. And the people that oh, she was hearing classic. were the new people owning the house. Fuck, I remember being Because stunned. she killed her two children. <gasps> Do you remember? Yes. The husband was at war. The husband died. Yes, he did. And she killed the two children because she was like, I cannot bear my life any longer. And, and then she killed, killed herself. herself. And then she was like, this ghost in the house. But it was the new owners of the house. And they were hearing her. Dun, dun, dun. That's amazing. Yeah, that's my... I get hyper-focused on movies Whew. in particular, so I can remember, basically. Except you couldn't remember what I was talking no. about. No. Because one. I think we watched so many. Yeah, so many. I wish I could remember all of them and just, like, say them all right now. But <sighs> List them all I off. think the bad ones are the ones that I... Like, the really bad ones when they're not even enjoyable because they're so bad are the ones I forget. <laughs> yeah, because you just kind of, like, okay. There's whatever. nothing to... Yeah. Nothing made an impact there. Um, I'm trying to think about, like, ones we saw at the cinema and mm. stuff before we talk about specifics, but... I think it was just because it was around the time of, like, the Insidious universe yeah. and, like, the Annabelle universe. Oh, yeah. And and stuff <gasps> Did like you hear about that doll? I think it was a lie, wasn't it? Oh, was it? Yeah, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I think it was bullshit. Oh, it really disappointed. It's a bit sad now. Sorry. But it's okay. Yeah. Do you um, believe in that? In that doll specifically? In in the fact that things can possess objects? Hmm, this is, this is difficult for me because I don't like to think that, be, like, the afterlife, I like to think that... The afterlife is pure, like, love yeah. and stuff. So to to accept that there could be, like, demonic possessions of things is to accept, like, the concept of, like, a hell. Yeah. So then I'm like, I don't believe in that at all. So, um, I don't know. I think because I don't yeah. want to because it, I'm like, acknowledging that is, feels like acknowledging hell and then doing that feels like, oh, shit, am I going there? <laughs> and then, no. yeah, do you know what I mean? I pass a judgment, you're not. Yeah, because I'd like to, I think because I've read a lot of, like, spiritual, like, philosophy and yeah. stuff, which has shaped my, like, thoughts of consciousness and all that stuff, and I really believe in all of that. I just don't know where, like, yeah. evil would fit into that, because I feel like evil is a human thing. Yes. Because of, like, your ego taking over and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. See, I have not read any... I'm not a particularly spiritual person Mm. myself. I just don't know. So I'm like... (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. And I don't like to, like... If I don't know the answer, I'm not like, yes, no. So I'm like, I don't know. Possibly Annabelle is real. Possibly. Or possibly uh, there is a haunted coin... In a musician, in a musician, in a museum. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a haunted coin in a museum that like can give you luck. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, do I don't know. know. What I, mean. <laughs> I yeah, I don't, don't think I even know what I mean. I don't know what I even think of like ghosts and hauntings and stuff. I think because the it's it is inherently a frightful thing mm. then it becomes like a negative like haunt feels yeah. negative rather than like you're coexisting with something in like another realm yeah and like horror movies have perpetuated the notion of like ghosts be scary yeah. like this isn't ghosts mean harm yeah um so it's hard to, for me to like have both things yeah correlate because i don't know how they relate to each other i think i believe in ghosts yeah like, I, I don't think. i definitely don't because i believe in 
like spirits yes. and afterlife yeah. and stuff and being able to communicate with yeah that's exactly what I'm thinking like but I don't I don't picture ghosts as like Ooh. me in my form that would just <laughs> yeah. still be like walking around the house like can I have a cup of tea yeah. like I just don't feel like they would be a human form at all have you ever seen The Sims have you ever played The Sims have I ever seen The Sims like have you ever played it I've never played I played it on my phone I've never played PC when a sim turns into a ghost they just go like translucent like, mm-hmm. it's still them as a human. Yeah. Like, that's what I said. Yeah. I also don't think that it's, like, that. No. <laughs> like, I think that there are definitely spirits and things that... Well, that's just the couch. It's the couch. I can't keep still. Um, and things that, not haunt, but, like, exist. Yeah, for sure. I think that we would be, like, naive to think that once you die, that's kind of it. Like, you're just kind yeah. of done. Like, I think that there's something... Yeah, I absolutely do. On this topic, this is this is a bit of a... Um, I'm digressing a little bit, but this is our podcast, so like, yeah, do what we want. <laughs> um, as you know, Naya Rivera drowned in yes. Lake Piru. Did you see that there was a fire the day that it was supposed to be reopening, which burnt around her memorial? Oh wow! And they have now banned swimming. <gasps> wow! So that kind of thing, I think, is obviously that's a death that I like. Well, yes, I like, kept up with. So. Yeah. Um, and the, the literal day that it was meant to be opening, lots of people have drowned there. Mm-hmm. Um, she's probably just the most high profile mm-hmm. and the most recent. I don't know if it was still closed from when she died. I'm not sure. Or maybe corrode. I don't know. Oh Cause she went there. Maybe it was still closed from yeah. when she passed away. Um, and the day that they went to reopen, there was just this huge fire and it like burned all wow. around like, the outside of the lake, but her huge memorial stayed, wasn't touched. And now people aren't allowed to swim there anymore. Wow, see that yeah, kind of thing. That's just and like people on Twitter obviously were like, "Oh, Naya started a fire, like bitch, burn it down." And I was like, "Well, that's funny," but I was also like, mm, "Funny, yeah, interesting, mm, yeah. yeah." I agree. Like that kind of thing. I'm just like, oh, like that's really cool. That I mean, I don't know. If that's a weird thing to say about it, but like, no, I agree. With gives you. you like a feeling of just like, oh, damn, like. Yes, no, I agree with you. It's so like, that kind of thing. And then people, like, people pass away and people feel their presence and stuff like that. Yeah, oh, oh. And exactly. mediums that communicate, like, there are a few that I'm like, yeah. I had, a, we had an experience with a medium, like, myself and my mum, we went to, like, this medium one night. And I'm, like, not sceptical because I think that there, I genuinely feel like there are people who have that connection to, mm. like you said, the spiritual kind of realm. Mm-hmm. And this podcast is really taking a turn, but um, <clears throat> my grandfather is, like, was raised obviously on more rations and mm. stuff and so when my mum was younger he was like don't you don't waste anything and like if I give you money you spend it appropriately like you do not waste it because we never know when we're mm-hmm. gonna get it sort of thing even though they were quite comfortable but it was like still that mentality that I think a lot of people is still at that at that time still possess yeah. of like we've got to save everything that we yeah. have um and we went to this medium and he had just passed away a couple of months before and I had gotten in some inheritance and it was more than we had expected um, because he had a bank account that he forgot about. Oh. <laughs> so it was just like collecting interest. Yeah. And, um, and so we got a little bit more than what we had to kind of, you know, expect anything but more than we had kind of been told to expect. And um, we went to this medium and the medium said, who has a grandfather just passed away? And so I had my hand up and so did about five other people. And she goes, starts with an A. And I kept my hand up. And then she goes, who's just coming to the money because of it? And I had my hands still up. And she goes, okay, it's you. She, like, pointed to me. And she was like, it's you. And she goes, is he Scottish? That's right. really and cool. And I went, yes. And she goes, I can tell. And I said, 
oh, and she goes, he's yelling at me to tell you something. And I was like, okay. And this is like in front of a room of people. And he, she said, he said, don't waste my money that I worked hard for. You need to spend it on something for school. He said, don't waste it on shit. You need to spend it for something to do with school. Right. And at the time, I was literally just starting uni. And I was like, what does he mean spend it on something for school? Like, I, I'm not going to pay my uni fees with this inheritance. Yeah. Like, I was like 19. And I was like, no, I'm not going to, you know, I'll save yeah. it or whatever. And then about three weeks later, we got um, the message about going to Cambodia. So oh. I paid my Cambodia trip with my inheritance. And that was like to do with school and my career. And it was like, I love that shit. Yeah. And so, and then I haven't had any ill (laughs) experiences from that. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I feel like I had an awful experience with a psychic, as you probably do. You not know the one that that I can remember? The one that told me I wasn't gay. Oh my god. Yes. Now I remember. Someone's yelling into the microphone. Yeah, she was. Oh my god. I just. Is that? She also told our friend Kira that she also wasn't gay. Oh my god. Yeah. Immediately after, and then told Kira that she was gonna get married, wasn't she? Yeah, and she said something about her life peak and she just I don't think she liked young people and I think she was very homophobic is that the one that's very quite famous like in our city yeah that one. Oh yeah. my god um, no, I'm sorry. because mum used to go to her and she said like interesting stuff but um yeah when I went to see her she just was I can't remember everything homophobic she, yeah she was like do you have a boyfriend and I was like oh no actually I have a girlfriend and she was like, mm-hmm. Like, she was like, basically was like, I already knew that. That's why I asked. And then she just looked at me and said, you're not gay. Oh, my God. And this was... <laughs> I'm remembering now. This was so bad because I would have been, like, 20. I was going to say, well, you would have still been, like, a teenager. Yeah, I was about 20. I think I'd been with Molly for two years, maybe. Uh, maybe even just a year and a half around that time. And um, I, I have OCD. And so, when she said that, and kept saying it, oh like, God. I just, I lost my mind. Like, it just, it went into my head, and then, um, I don't know if anyone, I don't think anyone probably has OCD, it's this thing, but there is actually um, a type of OCD where either a heterosexual person will um, constantly obsess over the fact that they might be gay, even though they're heterosexual, yeah. and the same can happen for any combination, so... I ended up just constantly worrying that I was straight and I was wrong, oh my and God. it was going to come out of. It's traumatic. <laughs> yeah, it was so traumatic. Um, obviously, if I had met her now, I would have been like, "Nope, shut up." Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not. I am. I mean, whatever she said. She said I was going to have a husband and four kids and all this stuff. And I mean, I want probably a child. I don't really want a husband. No. No. <laughs> I actually right don't really want to be pregnant either. So I want a child, but I don't really want to be pregnant. Um, because I already have so many digestive issues, and yeah. I just think, like, what's that going to do to no, me? No, and it's like an alien living inside Yeah, exactly, and I can't comprehend it, and I can't no. comprehend the swelling of the belly. But then I'm also, like, motherhood. <laughs> I've become greatly obsessed with motherhood. Really? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, it was already kind of happening, and then a few other things happened, and I was like, motherhood! <laughs> I wanted to be a mama. Me and Molly bumped into this baby. Oh my god, and it was so cute. We had this glorious day. There was just this baby that came in with this woman. We were in this cafe, and she was looking over her shoulder, and I was just giggling. And we were both just like, it's happening, it's kicking in, I want one. And then we went outside, and there was a puppy, like the size of our palm, and we were just like, this is amazing. Things everywhere. So anyway, it's not actually kicking in my like um, biological block or anything like that, but I just think motherhood's really nice, and 
I really love my mother and I don't know I've just become very like aware of like the power yeah. of it yeah it's really nice and that I don't even know how I ended up here because I think I wanted to talk about like Pyru and now I'm here um so anyway <laughs> wow some, when you said would you say Pyru yeah the the lake that I was talking about before with the fire no because for a second I was like thinking about that kids TV show Caillou what? Do you remember that Caillou show? No. But I was like, Caillou? How did we get to Caillou? I, I could like, see how confused you were, and I was like, I just talked <laughs> yeah. about it. I didn't, also, I any didn't other know the name of the lake, so that's... I said it! I know. <laughs> <Earlier. laughs> okay, well, anyway, um, I want to... I, I really want to, like, uh, somehow, like, form more of a connection to, like, afterlife-type mm. stuff, and, like, I feel like I've been, been becoming more, like, comfortable with death, not in, like, a... Not in a negative way. No, just not like a, a, I want to die. No, way. but just, just I, to I had extreme anxiety and OCD yeah. about death for, it's probably been like a couple of years. And then, yeah, um, I, oddly, when Naya Rivera died, I just was like, all right, it's like enough. It's inevitable. Like, yeah, I and I was like, I can't, I can't be doing it. I can't be doing with this anymore. So I was just like, it was this weird thing. I was kind of like, well, she did it. I can do it, which sounds really, I know that sounds weird, but, yeah, but I think it makes just sense. seeing someone young, which is obviously so sad, seeing someone that kind of is not like me at all, but also is like, oh, I, I know you and I don't know you, but you're a yeah. woman and you look how you looked and stuff like that. I was just like, oh, well, you, you did the death and, it's, and it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. It's awful and it's sad, but it's kind of a thing yeah. that happens. And so I just was thinking about it so much more and I just tried to like completely switch my perspective and just kind of, when I say welcome it, I don't mean welcome it. <laughs> With open I, arms, come on. Yeah. Come please on. don't take your time. <laughs> I'm still like, oh, please don't claim anyone I love. But yes. I, yeah, I think my parents watch a lot of stuff about like near-death experiences where people do die and things that they've seen. And that's all very comforting as well because a lot of times people see pets oh, um, and that. I'm like, oh my oh, God, let's see Taz. And people see, yeah, like I think... Where my beliefs are laying now is just, and it probably is a lot for comfort, but I have read a lot as well of like um, people coming to kind of collect you in a form that you recognize them in because that's not what they look like anymore, no. but like you'll see your mum at like 50 rather than 80 or like however you like saw them and you'll see your dog and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? That makes me feel happy. Um, wow, okay. Oh, it's not that bad. We've no. been talking for like 25 minutes. But I really wanted to tell you something that I did the other day, and I started, I think I started to tell you about it a couple of weeks ago, but then I never actually finished the story. What was it? Past life aggression. Yes, I was about to bring this up, because I knew you did it. Yes. I got a Snapchat about it. Yes. yes. I really want to do it, but I'm a bit scared, and I want to get I was it. terrified doing it, which is, I think, why I couldn't really do it, pro- like, I couldn't get into it. Like, um... I'm scared it would, like, mess me up. Yeah, and I was a bit worried, too, so, like... It was a TikTok trend, but people were doing past life regression and then someone posted the video and I really just wanted to try it because there's been experiences in my life where I've gone, am I like, like not spiritual, but it's kind of like, oh, that was a strange thing I thought about, like thought about something happening and then it happened. And then you think about, am I manifesting that or is that just a coincidence? For example, yesterday, this is so random and I'm not saying that I'm controlling the universe, but yesterday, I'm not like, I'm not an idiot, but yesterday... I was thinking about Dunkirk, the movie Dunkirk, yes. right? Because I was thinking about Harry Styles, which is usually where my train of thought goes. But I was thinking about Dunkirk, and I was thinking about... It's a really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a specific scene that I was thinking about, and I kind of played it in my head, because I like to do that with movies. And I was playing it in my head, and then continued going on with whatever I was doing. Sat down on the couch, not five minutes later, 
with the turn of the TV on, Dunkirk was the next movie on the list. And I was like, hold on a second. Wait. <laughs> I have just put Dunkirk on the television. Like, I was thinking about because I was sad that I couldn't watch it because it's not on Netflix anymore. Turn on the television. Second movie. That's very like, cool. Not saying I'm controlling the universe, but... You I'm get controlling those, the universe. I am. <laughs> but you get those feelings of like, yeah. did I do that? Yeah. Do I have, am I just have a god complex and I have an ego that makes me think I can do things like that? So yeah, I just wanted to try it. Mm. And um, so there's a video that you kind of have, that you do along, mm-hmm. that you listen to. It's sort of like meditation. It starts off of... As sort of a, like a, yeah, a meditation. I can't meditate because... Oh, you can't? I can't sit still when I've I can't. I've actually got into a really good flow with it now. I, I cannot do it. I I cannot switch off. Yeah. And even with this past life regression, I couldn't switch off totally, which I think was why it was so kind of Maybe out of fear as well. You're like keeping tense and exactly. keeping your grasp with your... Reality. Exactly. And like throughout the throughout the video, the guy who was doing the past life regression kept saying, it doesn't have to be scary. You can just open your eyes. Like, you can just open your eyes. You're not there. You're not in the situation. Yeah. If it gets dark, open your eyes. So I had that in my head every time I started to, like, fall. I'm like, oh, oh, opening my eyes. Like, yeah. it's scary. I'm opening yeah. my eyes. But I thought, do I have to try it? Worst thing happens, I need to call my therapist. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just try it. And um, so he talks you through all the steps and you kind of weigh yourself down and you lay completely still eyes closed and he talks you through what you're doing and you see a door you walk you through the garden and you see a door and you open the door and you see a setting around you and it's like he said look down what do you see and I saw a concrete floor Mm -hmm. like I saw a concrete path and then as I looked up in the kind of regression I'm doing the actions right now look stupid but as I looked up I could see people it was cold. I felt cold and I could see people sitting on grass on picnic blankets and I had the thought in my head, why are they having a picnic? It's too cold. Mm-hmm. And I looked down at what I was wearing and I was wearing black tights and a skirt and a huge coat and I had red hair. Like I looked down at my top and I had like red hair mm-hmm. and it was like, what's going on? And then... I kind of kept walking and I could hear and feel the concrete underneath you because he's like, what do you feel when you're moving? What do you feel when you're walking? And then he said, okay, now go to a childhood memory. And then I was a child with blonde hair, like strawberry blonde hair, spinning around on a spinny chair in an entirely green kitchen. So it was the green tiles and then green floor tiles Mm -hmm. and then there was green carpet that I was spinning on my spinny chair and then I could hear people talking in the background. I was just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning like you do when you're a kid in yeah. front of an office chair. And then it said, okay, go to your birth where, who was there. And I had a young mum and a young dad holding me, mm-hmm. like I'm doing air quotes because I, I don't know if it was me, in their arms and they were my parents mm-hmm. and they were Irish. They were speaking mm-hmm. with Irish accents and they were talking to me as a baby and I was watching it all happen. And then he said, okay, this is the part where it doesn't have to be scary but you're going to see your death. Mm. You're going to go to the end of this life and see what happens. And I was very young. I was like a young adult and I was lying in this bed and I had my two, the two same people standing on the side of me and then some, it looked like friends and a man, like a young man. So I'm assuming he was like boyfriend or partner mm. or whatever. And then I just closed my eyes and I just died. Like, I don't know what I died from, but I just closed my eyes and I died and it was very, very peaceful. Like I literally just closed my eyes and then he was like, 
that's the end of the life and he kind of talks you through the end and he's like okay you can open your eyes and I open my eyes and it was so I had like chills because yeah. it was so strange yeah. and it was like is that just your imagination yeah that's what I wonder yeah is it just your imagination going I kind of wish I was Irish <laughs> I just yeah. made my past self Irish yeah and some people said that they were um like victims of the holocaust like some people were, ha- were going to pass up regression and they remembered being like born in the fo- in the no. 30s and then being taken onto trains and things that like that and I'm like, like is that really just traumatic, but I'm just like is that your imagination yeah like are you just imagining that scenario and that situation but the smells and the feelings that you're doing that you feel when you're doing it kind of make you think whoa this is a connection to somebody who I have never seen before yeah. like you've never seen these faces before but you must have seen them somewhere yeah if that makes sense uh, yeah I know what you mean I feel like I don't know oh. I kind of want to do it, but I'm worried that, like, the death would freak me out. Yeah, that was just, not Um, scary, but it was kind of like, oh. You felt the sadness of, I felt the sadness of everybody in the room, and I felt the gravity of the situation that I was so young. Yeah. Like, you could feel that sense of, like, oh. She's young. She's so young. Yeah, I I think, like, um, oh, what was I going to say? I think it's just gone completely out. What were you saying just before? We were talking about, you said, I said it could be your imagination, and you said, well, you don't imagine the death. I think that, like, people... I feel like... I probably shouldn't speak on this, because I don't know. But I feel like if someone has died a traumatic death in the past life or has gone through something as traumatic as, like, the Holocaust, a part of me feels like there would be something in this life that would be, like, you would have some kind of connection or trauma response to... Because it's still talked about, Mm -hmm. and it's still, like... And if that was your... Past life. Yeah, and, like, I've heard people talk about, like, they have friends that are ter- Like, your phobias can represent stuff like that. Like, yeah. people are terrified of specifically bridges over water, but not high bridges anywhere else. Yeah. And so that kind of thing, you're like, oh, did you fall? Did you jump? Like, is that is that something yeah. to do with that? And, um, and there was stuff about, like, birthmarks, and then people have done regressions, and they... See how Yeah, there was, there was one of those, this, um, he was... He's not alive anymore. His name's Wayne Dyer. His daughter... Um, was having, I can't remember what it was, something about having trouble sleeping, blah, blah, blah. She ended up realising that she was, like, a young girl in Vietnam that died really young, and the way that she died was the same way she had this birthmark now. It was, like, oh, this wow. white girl in middle America. Um, and so, I think it was a bomb. Yeah, one of the, I can't remember which one, but one of the, yeah, there shouldn't be so many. Um, yeah, had, she had died during that, and she, like, figured it out, and she came to peace with it, and, it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's... If you've ever feeling like comfortable enough, I think you should do it because then it's kind of the test of like, is it your imagination or is it yeah. you genuinely feel like I kind of wanted to do it again. I told my mum about it. See if you got the same thing. See if I get the same thing. See if I see the see the same people, or if if it takes you to another yeah. past past life because yeah, there could be so many. This past life was about eighties in Ireland. Like it was the eighties for sure. Like I was just looking around and I was like, this is the kitchen of the eighties. Like yeah. seventeen years later. Yeah. I was like, this is the 80s. And I was a young woman. Yeah. Like, well, 19, 20. I remember um, when I was, like, 10 or something, we went to this family friends thing, and one of the other older women there, who was, like, my mum's age, we had this really weird thing where I was like, oh, I know you. Like, where do yeah. I know you from? And she was like, oh, I know you too. And then the whole lunch turned into them being like, no, there is no possible way that you, this 43-year-old woman and this 10-year-old girl, know each other. And both of us were like, yes. I know you and I'm really comfy <laughs> and like, and that was, and our parents have talked about that a lot since if we talk about You've it or anything. Had a familiarity with them from yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And like, there was also this thing that happened, kind of going back to like 
manifestation or just like the universe where me and our friend Maddie, we felt like we peeked behind the universe and saw its workings because we'd never met each other. Um, and it was like February of 2018 or something like that. Um, oh, it might've even been 2019. I think it was, that doesn't matter. But we both ended up, so we, we met at a tether show through mutual friends and that sounds super normal and all of that. And we felt like quite connected when we first mm-hmm. met and we were like, Oh, you're really like, we, oh, you're deep. And like Maddie is like that anyway yes. though. So it didn't, it didn't need to be anything. Teaching but, me about aliens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we ended up looking through, I can't remember why we ended up doing it. Cause we felt a bit, we both believed in the same things. And we were like, Oh, I feel like we were meant to like, we feel a bit past lifey. Like maybe I knew you before kind of thing. And we went through and, um, I had messaged this person I wasn't talking to anymore being like, I wanted to like apologize to them and I was like, oh, um, this and that. I was like, you should come to the show. Um, and then Maddie had also messaged someone on the same day that she hadn't been talking to, to like make amends. And on that same day, someone had given her like this crystal or something about like, might've been like forgiveness or something like that. So on exactly the same day, we both like apologized to this mm-hmm. different person in our lives and we like reconnected there and that directly led us to like me like to me yeah and i we always thought that was like super weird yeah. like exactly the same day we both made the same choice to just like we're feeling the same way and then that's why i met her because this person that i spoke to ended up bringing her and the person that she spoke to was also there so it was just like yeah it it's was so like there's so I feel like there's so much going on, like you said, like you've peeked behind the universe. Yeah. There's so much going on behind the scenes that we're just not even conscious of. Like, and then you think about that you get those feelings, like you just, your mm. whole body. It's like, what kind of energy are we connected to for us to get whole body feelings that something is either going to happen, something has happened. Mm-hmm. Like mothers knowing mm-hmm. the time that their child has died if their child lives like yeah. on the other side of the world. Like that feeling of something yeah. bad has happened or something bad is going to happen. And like feeling that with friends. Like mm-hmm. I know I felt that with my friends a lot of the time when something really bad has just happened. Yeah. Something really, really bad has just happened or something really bad is happening. And then the next day being like, something happened, like what's wrong? And then... Mm-hmm. that being true like yeah, those deep connections that you have with people and kind of the energy that flows behind yeah. it all is so it's mysterious yeah it's it like is. one of those mysteries that's like I don't think we'll ever be solved I think when we die we'll probably be like oh but then <laughs> if there is a guy in the sky I'll be like excuse me sir can, can you, you just explain just yeah. a, a few questions I have so many questions about unsolved murders. I'd be like, come on, give me the answer. You Oof, saw. That would be the kind of thing. But then I always think about that. I imagine people that have been through unsolved mysteries and murders seeing their that person being able to tell them. Yeah. <clears throat> or just seeing the person who did it, like, living their life. Just, like, watching yeah. this person. Like, the lovely bones. Ooh. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a great yeah. horror movie. I love it. Yeah, sorry. At full circle. Oh, my gosh. 40 minutes later. <laughs> It's right, we can make the horror movies quick. That's insane. Yeah. The, the Lovely hor- Bones actually really upsets me, though. I... Shira Sharona. I love Shira Sharona so much. I love Shira Sharona so much. And Mark Wahlberg, as problematic as he is, is amazing in that movie. He is. He really is. He's problematic? Question mark? Oh, yeah. What did he do? Very long history of racism. Oh, fuck's sake. Um, he beat someone. He beat a Asian man to, like, near blindness. Why did you do that? There was a racial motivation behind it. This was in that when he was, like, Marky Mark. Why is Marky Mark still making movies? Because he's an attractive white man. I don't think he's attractive enough at all. I don't think he's attractive. <laughs> no, I think that I think that he may have. He went, I don't think he went to jail for it, but I think he got charged and then. 
I actually don't know enough about the situation for making a comment on it, but he... I'm like, just going to shame Mark Wahlberg. Shame him anyway. No, but he did have... He was involved in a racial attack. attack. <clears throat> and then I think he may have apologised. I actually oh, not too sure. Oh, thank God. I'm actually not too sure. But, mm. um... Great. Well, does that... give a good performance in that film. Yeah. But, oh. aside, would not be supporting any of his other projects. No, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else except fucking Ted or something. That and I watched movie. it for Mila Kunis. That movie's terrible. And I'm glad Mila Kunis didn't do a second one. I love Mila Kunis. I love her so much. So much. And Ashton Kutcher. He's a good dude. God bless. He's a good dude. Mm. They are a good family. Oh, yeah. We are digressing again. I think this is <laughs> the best control episode. Ourselves. I know. We can't control ourselves. Um, Maybe instead of calling it horror movies, I'll just call it <clears throat> the digression. The time, yeah. <laughs> Kelly learned a new word of I digress, and so she says it all the time. Um, yes. So horror movies, Lovely Bones. That's I. That's a thriller. I'm loving. I love that movie. Stanley Tucci is great in it too. He is so freaky. I love Stanley Tucci. Mm-hmm. Like he just is. He plays a great gay man and a great psychopath. He really does, mm-hmm. and a great um, host of the Hunger Games. Yeah, all round. He is. A masterpiece in himself. Um, yes. So as we said at the very beginning of this podcast, we had um, a lot of... I keep wanting to say involvement in horror movies. Do you want to... We didn't make any. We did not make a single one. They made us. They made us. Exactly. That's exactly right. They made us. So we're going to talk about... Well, not for very long since no. we've already talked for so fucking long. But about <laughs> a few, projection. a few that um, stick in our minds and that we relate with each other and that yes. we watch with each other. <clears throat> Some of them are not very good. No. Um, do you want to? Do you want to just start? Yeah, sure. I'll start with um, one that when I first said the name, Caitlin didn't quite remember what it was about. But as soon as I said ghost, she she remembered. Yeah, that was all she needed to say because I remembered the end scene with the. <laughs> so it was the movie Fingerprints, Oof. Um, directed by Harry Basil, and Fingerprints. This is the um, Wikipedia. I can't wait. Um, summary. Fingerprints is based on an urban legend out of San Antonio that centers around a school bus full of children that was involved in a terrible accident with a train leaving all of the children dead. The movie centers around a teenage girl, Melanie, who has just finished rehab, because of course she has. She moves to her family's new home in the town of Emerald, where her father is part of the crew constructing a highway over the old train tracks. I cannot read. Her sister, Sister Crystal, her sister Crystal, (laughs) who was a I'm pretty sure a cast member from The Hills. Um, Is that in the synopsis? No, it says Cavallari, but I'm pretty sure that's one of the women from The Hills. Tells her the legend and she begins seeing the ghost of Julie, one of the dead children, and becomes more and more involved in the mysterious occurrences in town. I remember the town being just, like, empty. Yeah. And it was just a bad... It was just a terrible, terrible movie. Like, the children ghosts were, like... Sims. They were like Sims characters. Like they were like translucent and I'm surprised that they didn't literally go walk around going Ooh. Why would you make that noise? Like, I wonder where that originated yeah. from. Why would it's you just like, speak your language? It's just like wind in a house and someone in the old place was like a ghost. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Do you remember my old house in Jindalee? Yes. You know how I had the fences out the front? Yes. When the wind would blow through them, it would be like howling. I remember. And everyone in the suburb had those houses, like those fences. So it was terrifying. It, was it would just be like, woo! Like in the middle of the night. Constant howling. Um, yeah, that movie was made in 2006 and it says it's a supernatural slasher film. It's not a slasher. It's not a slasher and it was not... I think we quite liked the gory kind of violent 
things. Yeah. Which explains... I have a specific kind, like, yeah. the, like the Scream, Jason, Freddy universes, yeah. that kind of violence, where it's not like, you're not actually going to show me, like, gore, but there's going to be not like blood and, like, exciting deaths. Yeah. Suspense. I'm yeah. a big fan of suspense. That's why I like the Insidious, like... Um, kind of universe. They actually really scare me, so I don't know how I, I really it. enjoy them. Like, I make my, my brother is terrified of horror movies, but I oh. made him watch Insidious, and he literally was shaking. It was hilarious for me, because I like them, so I was enjoying it. Um, but yeah, I'm a suspense and a, like, a, not a gore, yeah, not a gore person, like... Like a slasher person. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of, like, an example of... One that we're going to talk about in a minute, that's Corey. Like, that's not... The one. The one. Yeah. The one that has haunted us for <laughs> 10, 12 years. Longer. Longer, Longer than that. Like, it haunted us. That's what I'm going to post on Instagram, because oh. we have a picture of the DVD we rented of it, <laughs> oh. and it was just perfect. It was horrific. And then didn't you buy the DVD? No, I never did. Because I, I didn't like it. Like, I didn't want it to be near me. I feel like I have it. I feel like you bought it for me. Maybe. Or someone or maybe... bought it. Maybe my mum bought it. Why? Anyway, sorry, anyway. fingerprints. Yeah, fingerprints. It's just terrible. And the catch line... The catch line for the movie Fingerprints is fingerprints, even the dead leave them. Because that was the premise of the movie is that there was fingerprints everywhere. Like, the, remember the ghosts were, like, like, leaving fingerprints? Yeah. And I was like, oh, fingerprints. That's what I remember. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Like, like when you said, oh, fucking smudge on here. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um... It got nominated for an award, however, for the New York City Horror Film Festival, which what? I just do not understand. It wasn't even good for 2006. No, it was terrible, and it was one of the cast members from The Hills. So, nice. just found, just confirmed that. Um, yeah, if you're looking for a movie that is just, like, a bit of a laugh, mm-hmm. but also, like, if you watched it with all the lights off and you're by yourself, you possibly could get a little bit spooked. I'd say like a two on the spook meter. Oh, I love that. That's a two. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'd say two on the spook meter, like maybe a one and a half a plot. Would you agree? Absolutely. Okay. I think that half is generous. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A one and a quarter. Yeah. Yeah. For plot. Oh, then, yes. Next one. I love okay. that we rounded it up with made up scales. Okay. Um, did you want to discuss the next one? Which is it? Which we watched at my dad's house. Okay, yeah. So we always call this movie Flight <laughs> when we talk about it. Um, purely because it takes place on a plane. It does. It's actually called Panic Button. Panic Button. Do you have who it's directed by there? It is directed by Chris Crow. Do you want to just read summary and then I'll, I'll give my sure. own? Sure. It's quite a long oh. summary, so I'll read you the first yeah. paragraph. Four young people win the competition of a lifetime. Joe, Max, Gwen and Dave head off on an all-expenses-paid trip to New York, courtesy of the social network altogether.com. As they board the private jet, they are asked to relinquish their mobile phones and take part in the in-flight entertainment, mm-hmm. a new online gaming experience. Yeah, so I feel like the colouring of this movie was really weird because I just remember it being green. I feel like when they were inside the plane, it was green. That, like a really green light. Yeah, like and sepia of... the entire time. Um, this movie... Was I really enjoyed it? I remember we just went to Kaylee's dad's house one day, and we just put we just found it, and he just showed it to me. And the setup isn't all that interesting. It's it is like low budget, but then once they get on the plane, oh, it's 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 quite exciting and it's quite scary. And I I really like the fact that they are so obviously being scammed. Yeah. And nobody gives a fuck. They just do it anyway. It's it's in like I'm just reading some of the quick pop plot points throughout the movie 
And it's like comeuppance, isn't it? Like that's the whole thing. The whole thing behind it is like they've each done something bad. Yeah. So they're getting their comeuppance. But for like it. sometimes the bad thing that they've done is not that bad. No, it isn't. Like someone, I think when someone commented like "you ugly bitch" on like a Instagram. Oh, and it was caption. all like this. The overarching theme was commentary on the way we use social media. Yes, of course it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just reading it and like they had to like fight to the death and stuff pretty yes. much. Um, my dad works on oil rigs and so he like, have you ever seen that post where it's like, did anybody else's dad just always have a collection of movies for them? Like some mm-hmm. person from work had just got like a movie could have just come out, but your dad had it three months ago because someone <laughs> from work knew someone who, That's cool. like my dad was that person that was like, oh, you want to see the new Jurassic Park? I've got it on my hard drive. <laughs> like it's just from the oil rig. Yeah. Please don't call the police on my dad he's a good guy okay. you don't even know your last name <laughs> very true um yes and so he had this on his hard drive and we were looking for something scary to watch and so we just found it and it was just like a godsend it was it was so good and just so green i just i can't stop thinking i remember about outwardly gasping yeah i remember the end we were quite and i remember the very end we were just like wow like, yeah, like what a was, find that's one of those movies that like gets your heart pounding yeah I think I showed, I think I either maybe tried to show Molly, or I've even brought it up recently. I think you have brought it up recently. Yeah. I think I did, I feel like I showed someone and they weren't as impressed, so that, but it's so good. Yeah. I can't remember, maybe I didn't. Or maybe, I don't know. But I, yeah, I really wanted to get more people to watch it, but I also don't want to taint the beautiful memory I have of it. That's like, it's just true. a really nice memory of watching it. Yeah. Um, on the spook meter, I would give it, like, a seven and a half. Yeah. And for plot, I would give it, like... A six? A six. I was going to say a six. Yeah. yeah. I would say definitely a six. Like, because I can see what you're doing. I appreciate the commentary. But it also, could have been, um, yeah, it could have been presented better and it could have been, been executed a little bit better. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. Alrighty. Next one. Classic. Everybody knows. Nightmare on Elm oh, Street. Oh, right. Yeah, I couldn't see. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm like showing you, but I'm not showing you. Yeah, you... <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Just a classic. Every, I feel like every kid was, like, introduced mm-hmm. to this movie when they tried to get into horror. Like, you were either a horror kid or you weren't. Mm-hmm. And we were. We absolutely were. We were. We watched this at your house. We did, and we we watched the new one. Yeah. Also, new. Like, it was a... The one that I'm thinking of is the old one, and we laughed about the... <laughs> the arms. The arms. Yeah, that was one of the... It was, like, in a Nightmare on Elm Street, like, three. I think it was OG, five. Johnny Depp, right? No, the arm one, that was a that was a sequel. Oh, okay. That I remember that distinctly being a sequel because we were like, what is going on? Like, this movie yeah, is a the plot dream. was really hard to follow. The plot was always very hard to follow. And he died at the end of every movie and then always just found a way mm-hmm. to just like re-emerge from the soil. Like it just didn't make My any sense. My favourite incarnation of that universe is Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. That is a collision of worlds mm-hmm. that I am here for. Mm-hmm. Like the first one, I think it holds its ground in like, for the, for the time period, mm-hmm. like, that would have been... Sh- if you were a teenager in that time, you would have been shit scared. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been freaky. I just keep thinking about Johnny getting swallowed by the bed. That's it just felt, just it felt excessive with the blood. It really did. I did love the crop top. Yeah. I did bring the crop top he, earlier. He's looking good, I think. I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, little football Very crop. young, but, like, in a nice yeah. way. Yeah. In not in a creepy way. No. He I... was definitely, like, in his 20s. Yes. And like you said, the bed swallowing him up, um, very graphic, but like with the corn syrup blood, so you kind of mm-hmm. could remove yourself from the situation, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like you knew it was 
because it was like bright red like tomato sauce you're kind of like eh yeah I found out how bad tomato sauce is for you. So much sugar. I don't, I don't actually eat it, but I, th- I actually thought it was just tomatoes. <laughs> I think you can get, like, just... Like, pure organic. Yeah. Like, but there's a lot of sugar in it. Oh. That's what makes it, like, sweet. Because if you think about it, it doesn't actually taste like tomatoes. I don't even remember the last time I had it, so I don't know. But, um, yeah, that was really not necessary for me to tell you at all. But, but I'm glad you, know. you did. Thank yeah. you. Um, yeah, I would say the original stands, spook meter... About a five or but a six. But if we did it for the time period, if you put yourself there. Yeah, okay. If I was a teenager in the 80s, I would say spook me to like a seven I also eight. think that his backstory is fucking spooky. But there's like two different backstories. There is the backstory of one, he's a pedophile, one, he's innocent. Yeah. He's a pedophile. He is. Like in the in the new one, mm-hmm. he is a pedophile. Mm-hmm. Um, the I think the thing pushing the spook meter up is the song. Oh my god, I forgot about the song. That, the song. Yeah. Yeah. One, One two, two Freddy's coming for you. Yeah, no, that sends chills. Like, that's not, mm-hmm. especially in the newer one, where it's just, you kind of feel the aura, where it's mm. just like smog. Like 2013 or something, right? Was yeah. And it's just like cold, yeah. and the kids are just slowly, slowly doing like, um, what's it called? Uh, Ringer. Ringer and the Rosie. Keller Lutz is in that one. Oh yeah. It dies very quickly. <laughs> Sorry, that was a spoiler. Kids, spoiler. Um, yeah, so I would say the original, probably if we were teenagers in the 80s, it would be a 7 or an 8. But for us now, it's 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 not any... It doesn't, doesn't actually phase spook me. me at all. No, it does not phase me at all, actually. Slashes I don't scare me. Probably watch it for entertainment. Yeah. Like, Jason... Like, I mean, I should have actually brought up Friday the 13th, because that's my favourite. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Jason, Jason Voorhees and his whole Story. life. Yes. He's my favourite. Yeah. And we've watched Friday the 13th together. We have. But I haven't really gone back and watched too many from like, I think a couple of years ago I watched one from like the 80s. But I can't get into, no, I can't one. watch it like just by myself. Like the other night we, for Lauren's birthday, watched some horror movies from the 80s with like a group of people on a projector. And they were so enjoyable. But I was like, if I was just trying to watch Slumber Party, Mass- Slumber Party Massacre 2 by myself, would I enjoy yeah. it as much? Because I was like, it's so good because everyone else feels the same way yeah. as we watch this. Everyone's got a crush on the guy with the drill. <laughs> everyone loves the drummer. <laughs> like So sad about the drummer. That was so sad. I really liked their songs. And I love yeah. that they were on feminist power group, honestly. Because did you hear the fun fact that that was the... F- like, all of those films were filmed by female directors? Oh my god, I didn't even! Yeah, they were filmed by female directors for their, like, their first directorial debut. That's nice. So they did it to horror because they were like, you can't really fuck up horror. So they kind of just like popped in. Did they fuck it up though? Yeah. I don't even, but they never gave us an explanation for no. why the murderer was there or what was happening. Because we kept asking um, two people who had seen the movie mm-hmm. before, we kept asking them if they knew the answers. And they're like, the, the there answer, aren't any. There aren't any. The questions are never answered, which was a bit frustrating. Um, but I suppose. It was very enjoyable. Very I enjoyable. love the colour palette of that movie. So cool. Um... Okay. Do we want to finish with the one? Yeah, the one. The oh. one that truly hooly dooly has scarred <laughs> me for my entire life. Me too. I can still... I'm looking at your amazing plant yeah. that is flourishing, but in my mind, I am 11. This and is I'm the room sitting, we watched it in. Yeah, I am sitting on the blankets that we have lied down on the carpet, screaming and crying. <laughs> this well, we were very, very cool. Horrific movie. I don't know what happened. I think we just we just found it, the video easy, and we were like, let's watch this one. Because we would just go off, like, cover. Yeah. 
Okay. And I don't like clowns. Like, I really, really don't like clowns. I even, I even forgot about the clown thing. I really, really just don't... Yeah, clowns are not for me. I just don't enjoy them at all. They're just not fun. This was fun. executed so well, though. Yes, they're just not enjoyable or fun. And the front cover is a picture of a clown. And I mm. think it probably would have taken some convincing for me to actually mm. go, yeah, okay. But I think we were really in the mood to be scared Yeah, that night. I think we really went into yeah. video easy and we were like... Let's get scared. Fucking freak me out, video. Freak me out. Like, make me cry. And, and it, it did. did. It succeeded. I've never I've never been, like, a screamer, and I was screaming that whole time. I think your mum might have thought we were actually possessed. This movie is called Amusement. Amusement. Oh, my brother's calling me. Not right now. <laughs> this movie is called... He probably heard you felt you talking about horror movies. I like, know. I'm feeling scared. <laughs> I'm getting shivers. This movie is called Amusement, and it was um, made in 2008. Who directed it? John Simpson. I have no idea who that is. John Simpson um, directed it, and it was written by Jake Wade Wall. It is an 85-minute long (laughs) trip. Like, it is insane. It is insane. Now, the plot, if you really want to read it in depth, I would just say look it up on Wikipedia, but... There's no, like, summary of what it's about. Well, we can probably summarise. We could definitely summarise. Do you want to start? Um, okay, I'm probably going to forget a lot because this is... I haven't thought about it until, like, today. But, um, we open with... Like, there are there are several different things happening. So, it seems like it's, like, a truck stop murderer at first because, um, a woman is... I'm literally just reading this right now. Yeah, taken. Or, yeah, something's going on with a guy that... A really creepy truck stop guy. Um... And it's a really tense tone. Um, so what happened? Do you have the... Okay. I just don't remember what happens. He Does he... He kidnaps. So... Someone. Shelby, who's one of our main characters, sees a woman in the back of a, a, a truck. A massive truck. A yeah. huge truck. And so they pull over where the truck pulls over and goes to see... It's her and her boyfriend. Yes, to go and see if this woman needs help. She, the woman says the truck took them and then they take the jeep. Like, they take the car... And they try and rescue this woman. So Yeah, because she holds up like a help me sign or something, I swear. So the driver goes to the front doorway, who overhears the trucker talking on the phone, claiming he's a woman's father and that he's taking her to rehab. Meanwhile, the boyfriend discovers Shelby and the woman under a tarp in the back seat, bound and gagged. Mm-hmm. So this driver from another car is like, Oh, I'll help you, I'll help you, I'll help you, like we'll rescue these women. But then takes the girlfriend as well as the women who have already been kidnapped oh and ties them up and puts them yeah. in the back seat. And then he kills Rob. He kills the boyfriend. the boyfriend. Then we move to Tabitha. Do you remember Tabitha's this story? This is the clown baby city story. Yeah. Oh my god. The tone completely changes. Yeah, so it you should between, just... it flips between three girls, characters, yeah. three girls. There's um, Shelby, Tabitha, and Lisa. And Lisa, I've got shivers because I remember Lisa's. Yeah. I remember Tabitha's the most. I know. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Tabitha. So Tabitha's setting the night babysitting her cousins. Mm-hmm. When she gets there, the babysitter, June, who was she was supposed to be meeting to take care of the kids, is already gone. And yeah. so she's like, oh, can I believe this woman left these two kids by themselves? Like, I needed to meet her so that I could take the kids off her hands. And then later that evening, a man claiming to be June's boyfriend, Owen, arrives... To looking to her, looking for her because she missed cheerleading practice. He tells Tabitha 
He leaves and Tabitha tells him she does not know where June is. While exploring the house, Tabitha finds a guest bedroom decorated with clown toys. Sorry, just as an aside, I remember that you couldn't even see the boyfriend's face because he was standing in the rain yes. and he was completely shadowed. And same with the Jeep driver. Yeah. You couldn't see the Jeep driver's mm-hmm. face either. Connection. Um, so she sees a room full of clown dolls mm-hmm. and a life-size clown doll sitting, sitting in a, a chair. chair. She later talks life with her Life-size as fuck. <laughs> She later talks with her aunt about the life-size doll, but is told that the family has no such doll. Tabitha and the boys I want to watch it again. are then attacked by the clown, who the boys insist is Owen. Tabitha helps the boys escape before hiding in the shed. Inside, she opens the rock closet and finds June's corpse. The clown enters his room. His laughter is similar to the Jeep driver's. Mm-hmm. He has a very intense... Very distinct laugh. Yeah. It's, um, oh, I was going to try and do it with but I remember <laughs> it vividly. If we, or if we go way, 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 way back to the very beginning of the story, this is the prologue. So it opens with the yearbook pictures of the yeah. three girls, and then they're like superlatives, superlatives, mm-hmm. so most likely to be famous, succeed, and shine. And then as well as the girls, the prologue introduced photos of an unnamed boy and clipsing, clippings of a psychological profile which describe him as extremely dangerous. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's like the very beginning of the movie. That's what we see is like them in high school. Moving on to Lisa. So <laughs> sometime earlier, Lisa and her boyfriend Dan begin searching for her roommate Kat, who oh. disappeared during a party the night before. They get to an old hotel that Kat said she'd be at. Lisa tries to get in, but the caretaker, a man whose face is covered by a mask, <gasps> refuses Sorry, to let her in. Sorry, I just remembered. Mm-hmm. She convinces Dan to pose as a health inspector and look inside. After letting him in, the caretaker shows Dan a music player and encourages him to play it, claiming that there is a surprise at the end. Dan does so, and at the end of the song, a knife flies out of the speaker, stabbing him in the eye. It does. It really does, and it's a shock. <laughs> Unable to get in contact with Dan, Lisa sneaks into the house and meets an apparently deaf man. Do you remember this part? Yes. Sorry. Lisa is the one from She's the Man. Yes. 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 She's the friend and she's the man. Uh-huh. Not the white friend. The other friend. She... What's her oh, name? Oh, no, that's Tabitha. Lisa. No. Tabitha's blonde. Oh, okay, yes. Lisa is... So there's two friends and she's the man. One of them has, like, red hair... And then there's this one. I think her name's Jessica and she's the man. I think so. Yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to remember her face because all I'm picturing right now is is what's happening next to amusement. Like okay, in my I'm brain. sorry. Let me look while you do whatever you okay. want. Okay. So yes, yeah, so they go into this house and then the boyfriend dies because he gets stabbed in the eye. So unable to get into contact with Dan, Lisa sneaks into the house and yes. meets the deaf man. And her real name is Jessica. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Um who leads her to a room filled with beds Woo! that have dead bodies stuffed in the mattresses. They really do. Lisa finds... Are they dead, though? Lisa finds Cat stuffed alive oh. in a mattress. As she attempts to free Cat, the deaf man attacks her, revealing himself to be the killer. So. But are all their mouths um, yes. stitched? They are sewn into the mattresses. Fuck me like, when I When Fuck I'm it. saying that this... When we are saying this movie is traumatic... It, it is hit after hit after hit. Like, you cannot escape it. If you have a weak stomach, yeah, probably don't listen. But too late now. No. Um, and then there's this connection. Um, we see Tabitha is revealed to be alive and in shock. When she doesn't answer the interrogator's questions, he leaves her alone. She reminisces about her childhood where her, Shelby, and Lisa were all friends at the elementary school. Mm-hmm. 
After they were tasked to design miniature sets inside shoeboxes that can be viewed through peepholes, the, the male classmate, the unmade boy from the prologue, demanded to see their work before showing his to Tabitha. Ooh. Yeah, I don't want to do it, but let's just keep going. It is of a rat chained up with his skin pulled back to ah. reveal its organs. And it's alive. That made me sadder than anything <sighs> else in this movie. Oh my god, okay. I'm devastated. Tabitha wanders out. And sorry, in that flashback, they're really mean to him. Yes, they're Which like, is, that's disgusting, yes. that is gross. And then he, they tell the teacher, and then this kid gets labelled as insane, which, mm-hmm. like, obviously, as you would. Um, and then she keeps getting interrogated by this therapist, and then she realises that he's not a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, she realises that the therapist, the real therapist is dead, she's not in the police station, and that the killer is the therapist mm-hmm. and is approaching her, fast approaching her. So this is hard because I'm reading it, but trying to also, like, give the summary. So... She flees to the basement where she finds herself trapped between two glass walls. Oh. She finds Shelby and Lisa bound and gagged, looking, I'm not going to describe it, but looking very similar to the rat in the shoebox. Exactly the same as the rat. Exactly the same. They are, it is so graphic. Just as the man is about to kill Shelby, Tabitha pretends to laugh, prompting him to open the glass wall and approach her. She then stabs him in the neck. As they try and escape, Lisa and Shelby are killed, while Tabitha climbs a ladder into the barn shed. She hides in a room, um, used to kidnap the three women, da 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 Sorry, though. I swear, you know how they are like the rat? I swear it's fake, and that they're not actually open like that, and he's messing with them. Yeah. Psychologically. Yes. Right? Yeah. Isn't that a thing? Or maybe they are. I always thought that it was fake. Yeah, I'm just reading the end of it. She hides in a room with props using to kidnap the three women. The killer surprises her as he looks through a peephole and reveals that she's in the back of a truck, which is by the same old house where Rob, Rob died. After he drives a short distance, the truck stalls. Tabitha takes hold of a... They're in the back of a truck. This entire time. We're, we're sorry, we're reliving the movie in real time. <laughs> so the whole yes. time, yeah. When he looks through the peephole again, she stabs him in the face and yeah. kills him. She restarts the truck and drive away. Drives away, narrating about how she and her friends had laughed at the killer when they were young, thinking that he was a joke. After he was sent away, they'd forgotten all about him, but he never forgot about then. She then remarks that even though it was all over, she cannot get his laugh out of her head. And then you hear the laugh, and that's yeah. it. I swear they're not actually yeah. I think that they, I think that they weren't, and then she gets Shelby down. Yeah, something. I think she gets Shelby yeah, down, but then real. he kills the both of the girls. Yeah. Because it's like paint, not painted on, but it's like a picture, and then he like rips the picture off and shows that they're alive. Yeah. But if you want to get spooked, and if you want to feel a ten bit on the sick, spook meter, yeah, definitely, I would recommend watching Amusement. I, I would also give it like an eight to a nine with plot. Yeah, like I think that we're very like we we buy swords it because mm-hmm. we really are obsessed over it for a long mm-hmm. time of just like reliving those scenes. Even reading that, I was like picturing. I know. Yeah. I feel a bit sick in my stomach, actually. Uh, I know. I, I feel it, too. A gore, it's quite gory. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's scary in but a good way. it's scary, yes. The like, clown stuff is my favourite. Yeah. That that whole kind of... The three singular like storylines leading up to them all being connected was very um, well yeah. done. I feel like the movie is essentially in, like, four parts. Yeah. If you, dis- if you discount the prologue, because yeah. you have 
like act one, act two, act three, and then you have your closing act. The final act. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you, actually. It's a very um, poetic way to put it. Oh, I don't know. I guess I just... I'm just being like, <laughs> this girl, then this girl, then yeah. this girl, then all the girls. And then this one happened, too. <laughs> um, we did give you some spoilers. Well, I did tell you read the, the entire, entire plot of the movie. But you, you should watch it. You should, because we probably missed things out. We definitely did. Because I'm still not sold on the fact that we have the fake storyline. It happened, but the order of it, I'm confused yeah. So, um... Yeah, watch it and find out. Yeah, like, and let us know. Give us some details. And then you can see which character from She's the Man we were talking about. Yeah, so uh, Yvonne is her name in She's the Man. Oh, her name I is Jessica she, in real life. I love She's the Man. I love She's the Man so much. Move on, Yvonne. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it too. It would, but it, it must be so problematic now. Probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I've, yeah, I, I watched... Um, Disclosure, which was Laverne Cox's documentary oh, yes. on trans representation in media, and she and everyone else that was in it talked a lot about um, people cross-dressing for like comedic mm. effect and stuff. And I just kept thinking about she's a man, and I was like, Oh, I never oh. thought about it. Yeah, and I guess because well, we're probably biased because we grew up with yeah. it and loved it, and like looking at it, I'm like, Oh, well, it's 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 she's so obviously like. <laughs> Yeah, and it felt almost felt like feminist to me, like yeah. at the end and stuff. But like, I also understand that yeah, you can't absolutely. just yeah. But oh, good movie. <laughs> I think there was like three movies that every if you were born in nineteen ninety seven or even nineteen ninety eight, we'll push it there. If you were born in those years, you probably grew up on Angus Songs and Perfect Snogging. I actually didn't. Saint Trinians. I didn't. Are you joking? No. She's the man. Yes. Love wrecked. Yes. And there was one more. Easy A. Mean Girls. Mean Girls. Easy A. Like, you definitely watched at least I watched Sydney White as well. I was... Oh, yes. I seem to watch all of Amber Mike. I really like Sydney White. Sydney White was sweet. Yeah, it was. I really like Sydney White. Veronica's were on the soundtrack. Yeah. I really liked 10 Things I Had About You too. That was, like, my um, quirky girl. I was like, I'm, like, not like other girls because I watched 10 Things I Had About You. And it's about the taming of the shoe. Even though um, everyone knows that, obviously. It's a story about the taming of the shoe. I found... I, I've never gotten into that movie, but you really like Heath Ledger. So. I do. I've, my my mum has a soft spot for Heath Ledger, so I was raised on Heath Ledger. <laughs> She's like, we are now going to watch um, A Knight's Tale. And I'm like, I'm three. That sounds great. I'm three. <laughs> Didn't we have to study that as well? Yes, we did, because it was based on the Chaucer's Tales. Our teachers were so clever. Yeah. Like, I'm so proud of them. Well done. We did have really good teachers. We did. They really connected a lot of text. And then being a teacher now, that's like part of the curriculum is connecting text to self. So it was like you connected text to text and text to self. Right. So like Chaucer's, we learned about the Canterbury Tales and like Chaucer's writings. And then we watched A Knight's Tale and we saw Chaucer Mm. writing the Canterbury Tales Mm -hmm. in the film. And then we wrote our own. Canterbury Tales. I, all I remember is A Knight's Tale. All of this other stuff, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. So we did like text to text, text to self. And then we produced, a, and then they assessed us. And genius. Plan, teach, assess cycle. Go English teachers. Amazing work. Yeah, that's a good proud. place to, um, to end today. Yeah. How long did we go? Oh, it's actually not even that bad. We didn't rush through the um, oh, horror movies even... at the end there. But, yeah. I mean... If we dwelled on it, we would have had nightmares. Well, we never said to be perfect. 
What did she say? We never said we. I said we never said to be perfect. Oh, I thought you were checking out another movie. I was like, to be perfect. I don't remember that movie. No, I. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. I was like, we never said about this. Or... No, I was just making a joke about us being bad at no, being I on topic. Was like, and I was like, to be perfect. Like, did you see the confusion in my face? Oh my god, we forgot to talk about um, I forgot what it's called. The Australian one. Oh my gosh. The one that's if I'm not pretty enough with yeah, Casey Chambers. Yeah. The loved ones. Yeah. That is a good movie. It makes me feel really ill. So yeah. you know that's it's doing its job. It has Xavier Samuels and then a character called Lola. <laughs> and we don't know the actor's name. We can't remember her name. But it is good and Casey Chambers am, am I not pretty enough is in it. And it's just Well incredible. Casey Chambers isn't in it just to clarify what oh, yeah. her song is. <laughs> Casey Chambers just like <laughs> What is Casey Chambers up to? Anyway, is it Casey Chambers? She's chilling with her nose piercing. Is she the one that sings that? I don't know. I don't know either. Well, I can't this is still one. This has been good. We'll let you move now. You can move. Um, I'm going to go watch more Desperate Housewives and then go to um, Scarborough. What are you going to do today? I'm going to go see my little brothers because cause I was sick. I haven't seen them for I haven't seen them oh. three weeks. And then I'm going out for dinner. Where are you going? Bangkok Brothers. Where is that? I Whitford, I think. Who are you going with? Um, my sister-in-law and her family. Oh, cool. Mm. My voice is disappearing. Just a side note, I'm obsessed with Desperate Housewives. I love Desperate Housewives. That's oh my god, why so does everyone know it? Like, yeah, that's so interesting that you're getting into Desperate Housewives. I want season three. It's really good. It's so good. I think it's one of the best TV shows ever. Yeah. It's up there with like The Walking Dead it's and like really all good. of those like those ones. There's so many I mean. whodunit mysteries in within it that I just I, I'm obsessed. I just miss television like this because you think about like season one of Glee 22 episodes season one of fucking Desperate Housewives was like 24 and then now we have hour long episodes maybe 8 if we're lucky and I just don't want that I want 40 (laughs) minute episodes and I want 24 of them (laughs) I think that you should watch Supernatural and I've been pushing it for years and years but that is that's 15 seasons of Mm. 20 episode seasons it's like you know like the One Tree Hill vibe and all that but that, like, Supernatural has those yeah. vibes underlying it. Sorry, I'm Supernatural. It must just be a 2000s thing. I love, I love Supernatural. And they've just started filming you know it again. Lauren loves Supernatural as well. Are you joking? No. And Desperate Housewives. She's How? the reason I started watching How it. do we have so many things in common? Where did you find this person for me to become friends with? <laughs> I can't believe it. She was just, she was around. She was at Sota. See, I can't believe the it. festivals. I'm like, and I really enjoy that. She's like, I really enjoy that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Because well, she loves like One Tree Hill and stuff. That's why we bonded in the first place. Amazing. She just wants Supernatural. She also watched the the OC. Yeah. 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 I'm. A, I love. I watched the OC at way too of an impressionable age. And the one with Zac Efron in it. Summerland. I think she watched Summerland. Are you joking? Well. I've only met one other person in my life that's watched Summerland. I think. Don't. Jessica oh. McCartney loses virginity in a cave. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And there's like three Australian actors in it. it. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well. Well, Lauren, if you're listening, we need to talk about supernatural. <laughs> I've got many things to discuss because every time I talk about it, no one understands what I'm talking about. No one. Do really you know cares. that my cousin Lauren also? My cousin Lauren. I know that your cousin yeah. Lauren watches it because she likes my tweets about yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So I know that she likes it, but I don't want to message her. I'm like, hi, Lauren. She's really busy with your personal business, but. <laughs> Can we please discuss? She loves the one that you don't love. She loves Dean. She's, she's a Dean, I'm yeah. a Sam. Yeah. Well, what can I say? What can I say? No, I do love Dean, though. But I am a Sam. And with yeah. that... Thank you for listening, listening to our news. Yeah. That was a lot of it. That was so much. This one's really just filled with different things. It's all over the place. It is. Truly.
We tried to talk about horror movies and this is what happened. It became a horror show in itself. <laughs> okay. All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>